0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of my quick assessment. Today I'll be talking about the peripheral assessment. So when you're walking into, if you're in clinicals, if you're in nursing school, or if you're already a nurse, when you're walking into your patient's room, what I like to do when I first come in, you got to look at the patient as a whole, because when you're studying these subjects in school or just studying them after you've already graduated you're looking at the patient in systems so you're breaking them down into components but when you're in the clinical area I like to look at the patient as a whole and then focused on different areas afterwards so for the peripheral assessment this is where you're basically observing the upper and the lower extremities for any abnormalities so I'll just start by looking at the arms Is there if they're wearing if they're wearing a T-shirt or usually patients are already in patient gowns, but some patients like to have their own personal clothing on while they're in the hospital. So if you're able to visually see their arms, you're looking for any swelling. You're also noting any colors if there's any abnormalities in the colors. If there's been any injuries to the arm, sometimes if there's any infection. Or skin infection though might be a little bit of redness tenderness to the arms or one arm depending on where it's affected and then also while you're looking at the skin color you want to look at their nails as you're moving closer to the patient you're talking to them by this point you're introducing yourself you've told them your intentions usually in the morning you're like hey my name is so and so and i'm coming in to do a quick assessment if that's all right Typically, patients are okay with that because they're in the hospital, so they know they're going to be constantly evaluated. So you're chatting with them. You're looking at their skin, looking for the color, looking for any lesions on the skin. And also, you can move down to their hands. You're looking at the nail beds to make sure everything's normal there. Do they have any clubbing or overgrowth of the nail beds? And if you gently press on their nail bed, Does the perfusion return quickly? It's sluggish and slow to return. That can kind of indicate how well their hands are being perfused by the cardiovascular system. And then also, while you're observing the arms, you could check their pulses quickly. The ones that normally people check is the radial pulse, but you can also check the brachial pulse for the patient for the upper extremities. And then also, while you're doing your assessment you can move down to the legs just have a look and see if there's any swelling visible swelling going on in the legs mostly people have um, swelling happening in the lower ankles sometimes if they have heart failure or kidney disease or liver disease they might have a lot of swelling in the legs where the fluid just collects and you could just tell that their legs are like badly swollen if it's not well controlled and while you're looking at that you also want to observe their calves you can palpate the calves to see if there's any tenderness any redness and then any unilateral swelling so one leg is really swollen and red like one calf you really want to make sure that it's not a dbt a deep vein thrombosis because if it is there is a chance that that clot might leave the location of the legs and travel all the way up to the heart and then to the lungs or to the brain and that likely will cause an obstruction in those areas and it will cause further issues so you want to keep an eye out for that when you're looking at the patient's lower legs and then you're also looking for any venous insufficiency. Are the the veins able to bring up the fluids in the legs back up to the heart for it to recirculate or is it all just pooling down there? and then also if they do have swelling down there is it um could it be the lymph nodes down there that are like obstructed they're unable to return the extra fluid in the tissues back up to the cardiovascular system and then you can also look down in the legs or the upper arms for any pigmentations you can also look for rashes any scars any skin infections down there Particularly in the legs, you want to make sure if somebody's diabetic, they don't have any ulcers that are um, unnoticed. Because sometimes uh, diabetics, they have reduced sensation. So they can't tell if they have wounds on their heels or the bottom of of their foot. So you're just inspecting for that to make sure that if there is a wound down there, it's being taken care of. Wound care is involved so that they can try to help the wound heal as much as possible. If there are wounds in the legs or on the feet. And then also in the lower body, you can usually the pulses that I check the most are the pedal pulses. Just to see how the perfusion is down there. Is it weak? Is it moderate? Or is it like a strong pulse on both of the feet, top of the feet? And then there's also the tibial pulse. You can check the popliteal pulse. That's usually behind the knees. And then also you can go a little bit higher into the femoral pulse. Those areas, typically people don't check for them unless there is like a very large perfusion issues. Then you can dive deep into those areas and assess further. And then also for edema, if they do have edema anywhere on the body, if you want to scale it, so typically, stage one edema, when you're charting on your, if you have electronic charting, it will have like one, two, three, or pitting or non-pitting edema. If you press gently on the swollen limb and it doesn't stay indented, like it bounces back right away, right away, then that's probably like a stage one non-pitting edema. And then if you press again, same area, different patient. If you press and it stays indented for about 15 seconds, like it takes 15 seconds for that skin to recoil, then I would say it's a stage 2. And then if you press and it stays, and it takes about 30 seconds to recoil, that's probably a stage 3 pitting edema. And then if you press and it's, like it stays indented for greater than 30 seconds, then that's likely a stage 4 pitting edema. And there's just a quick assessment that I do when I go in to see my patients just to assess their systems and how well the body is able to regulate everything. And then that can also give you an idea of any chronic diseases that the patient has going on and how that's affecting the other systems of the body. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully I'll be able to get out another episode soon. I seem to be very sparse in putting out my episodes (laughs) But I'll do my best. I have been picking up a lot of overtime at work. So usually when I get home, I'm like, just want to relax and watch Netflix and just zone out and I don't want to focus. But I'll do my best to get the next episode out, hopefully next week. I'm probably thinking of some new topics to talk about besides the quick assessments. I might do maybe um, like a little bit of pathophysiology and like a quick 10 minute I guess rundown hopefully well it might be more than 10 minutes depending on the system and how detailed I want to put the episodes out so hopefully next week I'll be able to get out another episode for you guys thank you for listening I hope you guys have a great day bye now